Welcome to the Somatic Human Design Podcast, where I will help you learn to treasure the most powerful resource we have, the human body. To do this successfully, you have to be willing to accept your own limitations and embrace your strengths. If you can let go of the beliefs that do not serve you, then you will find out you are already who you were meant to be. I will aim to do this through educating you on somatic or body awareness, mental health, and spirituality, including human design. I'm your host, James Williams. On today's episode, I sit down with my very first guest on the Somatic Human Design podcast, Jay Vigilante. I cannot wait for you to hear when your body speaks. Rate, subscribe, and share. The episode picks up exactly after we complete a grounding exercise. Enjoy. Okay. Well, what was that experience like for you? What was it like for you to settle into your body and to, 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 to become more focused and connected with your breathing? Um, it's something that, you know, uh, people don't normally do. And when you find yourself do it, doing it, it's almost like you're calming the noise around you. You know what yeah. I mean? You're taking time to stop time. Yes. If, if, if I could say that, you're taking time to stop time and like, really focus on how you feel, really focus on just relaxing your nerves, just taking any type of worry in a way, you know what I mean? Cause you focus on something like just one thing. So yes. I wanted to move, but he was like, no, just solely f- focus on just the breathing. Ah. I had to, so then as I started focusing on the breathing, the breathing, the air was almost like a, a rhythm of solitude to me, like easing me. It's wow. just hearing the, like hearing that right there, like that's powerful because it's just like your breath, like you, I'm, I'm breathing today. I'm breathing today. Say so that I, again, like. I'm breathing today. I am, I get to take a breath today. Like. You know, and I'm I'm actually hearing the breath I get to take today. Wow. I'm living in my breath of my breath is a blessing. Wow. My breath is a blessing. So if I could acknowledge my breath. I'm not worried about a damn bill. I'm not, I'm not no, no, not at all. I'm not worried about who's not liking the picture. I'm not worried about who's not. I get to take a breath and I, I hear my breath. So I take that back to, it's almost like you have, you ever hear, you ever hear, um, you're a baby. Mm. Breathe. Or they sleep. That, oh, that innocence. Innocence and peace. And peace. Oh, say that. Oh, that innocence and peace. Innocence and peace. With, with, while all, with all the things that are going on in the world, you can look at that baby right there and you find peace. Tell me you do not, like a baby, finding a baby. See, now you're picturing it. I am literally, like, I just closed my eyes. And for those listening, like, I literally just closed my eyes because I'm just now imagining, like, this baby that is just, like, this beautiful Black baby that is just breathing. And even though you know you have things going around you that you cannot control, 
this has a control on your emotion of seeing this baby being at peace protected you might you you don't even have to know the baby but you will step between that baby and hell yes because you value the life you value that breath that that baby has you value the innocence and you want to protect it at all costs even though you might not know that baby's name and for that moment it didn't matter it just at all do you feel, do you feel the, i felt emotion like you feel that emotion like that's how you know you're living that that's that's really embracing life at its most minuscule point that's really really embracing life that's really saying the picture is way bigger than me i'm literally in like goosebumps like this is just a you know i'm like let me start off with just a settling exercise just to bring us connected to each other and in the shared virtual space but just the power of that like you i'm like like what and just and just think about that line that that scripture that says and i blew breath into him Mm. i blew breath into him i blew my breath i gave you my breath and it's crazy how we don't even pay attention to our breath i mean just take that consideration you do it automatically yes we do it automatically, but we never take time to say, I have breath in me. I get to take a breath today. The privilege of breathing every day. That's more expensive than a bill I own, than a pair of shoes I own, than the mortgage I own. Than yes. More <laughs> than any of that. Yes. Because now I get to experience life and see a new perspective. I get to have a new conversation. I get to do my first podcast. And it started with a breath today. It started with the breath. And you said, I'm going to take advantage of my breath. If my breath is a gift, you must have taken advantage of the gift. So for you to have that gift, that gift is meant to be given. So when you say, I'm going to start this, what was given to me, I have to give back out. Not everybody's going to receive it. And not many. And and we have to be okay with them not being willing to receive it. Not everybody belong. Hey, not everybody belong in the story, baby. Not everybody Stay, listen, hold on, Jay, because you about to get me. I'm hyped. Like, I'm so hyped. Like, I have. There was something to be said about creating this podcast, Somatic Human Design Podcast. There's something to be said about me saying I'm going to start each interview with a grounding exercise. And it's going to be a grounding exercise that I pull out of my hat in the moment. When I meet the person and I see their energy on stage, that or in their, their energy, that's going to be the thing to tell me what exercise to do. I don't come prepared with a pre-scripted, right? I'm literally like, let me go with what I'm called to do in that moment, right? What is my energy telling me I may need? Breathe. Mm. And through that, like just the magic that you just get, we are about to, I okay. Jay, That's, tell us about yourself. <laughs> tell us about who who you are, what you do. Well, I I am a Jay Vigilante Garland. Um, I am an artist, and I'm a speaker, and I'm also a director. So I, oh. I wear I wear a lot of hats. A lot of hats. That's a lot of hats. <laughs> a lot a lot that I don't mention. Um, 
And me, I would say also that I am a fighting, uh, a cancer fighter. Um, and I've been through uh, a lot of things in life that has had, that has shown me, even through the tragedies in life, it, it has shown me the blessings in life, you know? So I, I would say definitely I've, I've learned to accept a lot of things that people would see as tragedies as my biggest blessing because now I get to see, now I get to enjoy the most minuscule things in life. And I know I'm meant to be an encourager. I know I'm meant to be a motivator and I'm, and I'm okay with holding the pom-poms. You know what I mean? Yes. I'm, I'm okay with rooting somebody on. And I think that's a lot of things of what like, we lack. On. We lack into encourage people. You don't see any encouragement. It's all about, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. And we don't see any encouragement. So I try to do the opposite with my music, especially. So I, I give you a lot of different versions of my music. And, and it's a lot of, dark parts of my music but it always ends in light because mm. a lot of times we're just trying to get out of the dark but we don't know what light looks like no we don't know what light looks like even when it's good it's, it's foreign to us and and we and sometimes we don't like change because we're comfortable we're comfortable where we're at we're comfortable and, in that pain yeah comfortable in that pain because we're, we're you're used to it you're used to it you're, you're used to it so so you're you're it's it's like being a junkie. It's no different than being a junkie. That that's your ch- drug of choice. Mm-hmm. Sometimes abuse is people's drug of choice. Yeah, but they don't know that they've been like you know. So, I love what you're doing, and it's like I, I looked at your logo and I seen your logo. I was like, man, he really put some thought into the logo, and it was all about people's thoughts and how they feel. And I just seen like serenity in the yeah. logo, you know. Wow. And um. Yeah, man, I'm I'm just I'm just I'm just Jay 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 Vigilante at the end of the day, man. Thank you, and that that thank you. I can't wait for you to share your story, and just thank you again for being my first guest. And that logo, two years. It took two years to develop that logo. I had developed the beginning of it when I created my somatic relational counseling practice, and it was the man with the silhouette. And I said, you know, I really want people to separate head and you know head and 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 their head and their body right because there's there's two types of healings that need to go on um and you know having been you know having having my own liver condition my own medical liver condition in 2020 I realized I need to learn how to heal my body more so than my mind because as a therapist I would tell you being in therapy myself it'd be like James you have all this insight amazing and I'd sit there and I lead the session and I'm like great I have all the insight but I'm not really doing anything different Right. Right. And so I needed to figure out how to heal my body. And then over the last couple of months, the the rest of the logo became um, was created because I realized, you know, there's also the spiritual in the spiritual aspect of healing that needed to be done. Right. And so you look at my soul, my silhouette of the man with the brain, um, the mind and the body. And then around all of that is the spirituality piece. Um, So that's how somatic human design logo was then created. Um, but Jay, tell us sort of for the listeners, share a little bit about how we came to connect, um, (laughs) how you came to be here, uh, as my first guest on my podcast. Well, we had met at the, I recognize, uh, uh, bootcamp. Um, I was, I want to say, uh, speaker bootcamp and it was just a lot of sharing that was going on. And I just, I just remember, uh, Dr. G pointing you out. She said, what is that? (laughs) Literally two seconds. I'm like, and I'm looking at and you. Yeah, you did that. You look at me like, who is she talking to? 
And he's like, what is that what you, you did something? He's like, what, what are you talking about? Like some snapping thing you did. I'm like, what, is, what did he do? You know what I mean? And she said, and she told you to do it. She said, oh, I just say, yeah. She said, no, I don't, I want you to really say it. <laughs> I'm like, what? And he's like, I say, yes. He said, but but what's that clicking thing? He's like, well, I get excited when I do that. She said, do yeah. it. And she called you upstage. Oh my God. She said, oh, you got to kick out the left feet. And she made everybody do it the whole entire weekend. It was hilarious every time, and and it, and it was due to James. It was due to due James. To James. Due and to I'm James. like, what are you talking like? And and I'm imagining you can see like how uncomfortable or how anxious I might have been, right? Because I look back at the videos, I'm like, oh my god, I can see it because someone's asking you to shine for a second, right? Right. But we know that. Growing up, that's not always the case. We don't always have the greatest people in our life. Right. Right? Yeah. Tell us about your experience growing up. Well, my experience growing up, man, I grew up with, uh, I, I noticed that a lot of, uh, as when I got older, that a lot of words had affected me. Mm-hmm. You know, like like being called slow, stupid. And then and then if you, you're hearing this from your parent or you're hearing this from your siblings, you start to question yourself, Am I slow? Am I stupid? Can I really learn? You know, and then you're being compared to other kids. So you don't have this belief in yourself, you know, and so all this negativity. And if if I'm if I if I, if I have somebody in my life that I look up to and the more I look up to them, the more they're pushing me down, mm. I have nothing really to look to. So I look down on myself because I'm taught to look down on myself and I noticed how I was taught to look down on myself and I had to kind of like take learn how to take in different words, learn how to speak different things about myself. Yes. That was a whole nother process. Um, I, I, me being me being a personal trainer, I, I had a, a, a man that I called uh, uh, um, my, my daddy from Tennessee. His name was mm-hmm. Randall Green. He, he uh, unfortunately passed away about a year and a half ago um, at the age of 85, mm-hmm. lived a long life. And I know him for like over 15 years. And I remember he told me, he said, Jay, he said, why don't you do this? He said, when you go home, he said, I want you to look in the mirror. And he said, I want you to uh, say, I love you. And mm. I said, I said, but what if I don't believe it? He said, that doesn't Ooh. matter. He said, if you say it enough, he said, you'll start to believe it. Oh, he said, it does not matter. It does not matter. He said, it doesn't matter. And he and listen, he said it. Without a hesitation, James, it doesn't matter. He said, if you say it enough, you will believe it. See, it was said enough to us that we believe what people told us. Say that again. It was said enough to us that we believed what people told us. You ain't good enough. Who coming to see you? You can't sing. You can't dance. You got a part. What? Who going to watch you? Ain't nobody buying that shirt. You can need to go sit down somewhere. And it was told so much to you that you believed it. So he basically told me to do the opposite. He said, it doesn't matter. He said, if you said enough, you will believe. And from saying it and lying to myself, because I didn't believe it at the time, and I'm transparent enough to say that because it's, it's a freeness of where you were at. You nice. know what I mean? And, and that's where a lot of people are at. And a lot of people are not transparent enough to say it. I didn't love myself. I, 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 didn't, I, didn't, I didn't love my skin. I remember getting skin picked on in school 
because I was so dark skinned. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you getting picked on by your by your own people. You yeah. know what I mean? That's your right. own. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's just like you 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 you're 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 uh, you excluded out here. Then when you around your own people, you get picked off for something that you can't even change. For something that you can't even change, and everything you are. So when you said people are telling you to shine, I want to say that people are asking you to be you. Mm. People are asking you to be you, and you have a problem with being you because you need 100%. to get used to being you. It's okay to be you, James. Yes. It's okay to be you. It's okay to be you. You were created to be you. An apple tree can only be an apple, right? So yeah. what you got to do as the apple tree? Make applesauce, apple cider vinegar, apple so pie, much. apple. You can so do so much. many things, but it's you. It's truly you. The people that might hate and say stop doing that, and they they don't know how to be them. They're looking for something, something to be. Because when they look in the mirror, they see nothing. It's mm-hmm. like look for something to be. And if somebody started off at my level and I see them rising, I Ooh. hate on that. Because why are you rising? Me and you started at the same level. I should be able to rise with you, but you didn't do the work I did. Let me tell you. Like <clears throat> that part where you said, right? Like you might not have loved yourself last, right? Like I'm like, last year I was not here. Last year I was not in love with, I fell in, I've fallen in love with myself about four or five times over the last year. Awesome, man. And it was a, it's like, damn, like what? Just a smile on my face, but you are right. Like the people you are around, I, I said this thing to, I say, I say so many different things to so many people, I don't even know. Like, but I always said, I said, I say to my clients in almost every session, I say, you are here in therapy right now and you are climbing up a ladder because you are looking for something better than what's been happening. And I said, the people in your life, let me tell you about the people in your life, right? You're, they're either going to slow you down because they're going to be holding onto your hand and they're going to be trying to pull you back down with them. Absolutely. Right. Because what we what we tend to do as people is we say, here's a ladder I'm climbing up here. Let me help as many people as I can. But be very careful because not all of them are going to climb up that ladder with you. And that's probably third. That's probably like the third or fourth session. I say that every session, every client hears the same message. Because the thing about it is, it's see, it's you come off as a person that you give a lot. You give a lot and, and you're loyal to the bone. Yes. But the thing about it is, um, I think all of us, all of us, all of us have faced it is that we pour out so much that we're not enough around enough people that pour back into us. And so you find yourself to be empty. Now you don't have enough energy to be creative or come up with the ideas. And the same people, person that you just poured into ain't helping you, ain't supporting you. How you doing? And when that's coming on, are you staying on your shit? Are you doing what you're supposed to do? I, I, I like friends that get in my face and that say, yo, V, hey, 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 when that new, new song coming out? Hey, yo, V, yes. I, <laughs> I, friends I want around me. Oh. Because that's that's somebody who is watching my movie. That, that's somebody who is watching my movie. And the 50 that I want to watch the movie, I ain't worried about them. I ain't worried about them not watching it. Because the people that's pouring into me, I need that because I'm pouring into them. Now I don't go empty. Now I pick and choose 
who I spend my time with. My time, if my time is going to be valuable, then I have to pick and choose who I spend my time with and how much I spend my time with. Some people you're going to have to give your time to, you know what I mean? Whether, whether they be your parents or whatever like that, but you got to learn how to cut it short when that time is being in that in value to you. When it's taking away the value from you and you're being shut down, you have to step out of that because you know you. So don't bring yourself around a situation if you know you're going to act out of character. That's why I stopped being around people that make me get out of character until I was able to have my own piece of character. And now I can be around them and they can say whatever, but I developed myself enough away from them and now I can take the weight. Now I can take the pressure. Now I can smile through the BS. And now I can say, oh, it's okay. Because like a, it's like a person knowing your kryptonite. That's what you give oh, away. Oh, yes. I am here for the metaphors through and through. And they like press that button. They, they press that button. They press that button. But you're I giving that power. That, I just wrote that down literally a, a couple of days ago. I kid you not. I don't even know it had like seven books in my in my room, whatever. I literally was like, you know, <laughs> wait, hold on, because I gotta take a pause for a second. I literally wrote that down somewhere. I was like, like people, like you, someone will know, like people will know what your kryptonite is. In fact, did you just said I'm kind of like, like you cannot make this stuff up, people. Like I'm telling you, like. You will find yourself around healed people when you are willing to look at when you were the villain in your own story. Ooh, yes. And I wrote my poem and I spoke at it and I spoke at a part of the speaker boot camp. I read it to my group, you know, like we do have to recognize and accept when we're the villain in our own story. But I also have to accept that I was willingly telling people what my kryptonite was. Mm. giving it away for free and then when it was being used against me i'm upset i'm angry right yep. but what i did not do was take a healthy level of accountability for the part that i played in my story and you didn't acknowledge that because so it's like when you don't acknowledge where 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 was my part at in the story then you're bound to repeat it again and you're bound to, you you meet the people that you meet james because the because you're 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 supposed to learn these behaviors that you don't want to be around mm. when things come so familiar it's like this reminds me of such and such so now my guard is up there's a scripture that says protect your heart in all thy things protect your heart guard it so that means the what you have to be on guard on who you give your time and emotion to you give that value to you have to guard that it's not because oh they're nice people they might have came off nice they might have came off nice but they might have ill will towards you their deeds sometimes people in intentions don't fit their deeds you know i got an intention to be a good friend but I, I just can't stand you being ahead of me i got an intention to be a good friend but i i just i think you have enough money so you should pay for everything everywhere we go I got intentions to be a good friend, but you know, I don't think you should matter. I, I, I didn't call you on your birthday. You got enough people that call you on your birthday. That's that's not fair. You're not you're not weighing that on the same scale. So it's like, okay, I gotta love you from afar. 
Mm-hmm. Now, if you taking your ass back there, it's you. It's you. you right. It's you. Look in the mirror. Oh, if you're hearing that right now, he said it's right because it can be me. Right? It can be me. It can be us. Like we can literally be. But there, these are some. This isn't always as easy though, right? Right? Like talk about those relationships that are super difficult to walk away from. The relationships for me that that that, that has been the super most super difficult to walk away from. I'd say the relationship uh, between uh, parents. That's that's always the hardest one to walk away from because they're your parents. They're, they they bore you so you. And I want to say this. That's why parents are the most abusive people. Because they know you will always come back. Yes. Well, I'm gonna get another daddy. At, I'm gonna get another mom at. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where? 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 Even if I'm adopted, where I'm gonna get another one at? Where am I gonna get another one at? So to use that against us, to use love against us. That's why I love that Sarah that Sarah Bacelli song. I'm not gonna write you a love song just because you asked. I'm me not to. gonna write you a love song. That song was so deep. Because people want you to jump through rings and who show me you love them. Well, if you did love me, then you would buy that. If you did love me, then you would be okay with me doing this and doing that. If you did love me, then you'll be okay with me disrespecting because you know that's how I talk. <laughs> that's just how I am. Hey, that's just who I Oh, you know, that's just how that person, I'm like, um, that does not give you a free pass to bulldoze through my life because that's just who that person is. Right. Right. So I had to tell my, I had to tell my mom at one point, man, because my mom was being just uh, I would just say just it was it came off as verbally vexing to me. And and sometimes I would load conversations because I didn't know who I was going to get. I'm not getting the nurturer no more. You know what I mean? I just need you to be a, a mother. You know what I mean? I don't want you to patronize me. I just need you to be a mother. I'm, I'm, I'm going through medical issues. I just need you to be a nurturer. And it just came off as like verbal abuse. And just one day I remember I had to tell her, I, I said, I can no longer be your verbal punching bag. And if I could tell that to my mother, I should be able to tell that to every person in my life, supposedly in my circle that supposedly love me. I should be able to tell them that I'm not going to be anybody's verbal punching bag. Because I can at least think about a couple of friends that I got that know the worst of me and we've gotten into arguments and they've never brought up the worst in me. Because they have they have true integrity. They have, a, they have a true heart for me. They're into me because I am me. I am into them because they are them. It's not a transitional, it's not a transitional relationship. If you do for me, I'm gonna do for you. You ain't gonna be friends with people that long. That doesn't work. But you have to be, but you have to be okay with that because they're they're not really a friend, they're just an association. These words out here. <laughs> you might, you might be okay, you might be the loving heart that wanna love everybody with 10 gallons. But you can't, James, you just can't. Because not everybody's going to be on your boat to row it. No. Not everybody's going to help you push the car up the hill. Some people are sitting in the car and they know you will do the job. They know you'll push up the hill. They see you sweating. Hey, just let me know if you need anything. Holler at me. All <laughs> talk, right? Like, All sitting talk. there with the snowboard. Or low-key, they're literally, 
punching holes. Yes. In the book. While you sitting yeah. here trying to paddle forward, right? They're over here like popping holes in it. Right. Let me know if you need me. Mm-hmm. I said to someone, I said to my therapist, I said, the the, the challenge and, and, and so here for people that don't understand what it is to be a therapist, how difficult it is, is that sometimes you have the resources and tools within you, yet you find yourself around people that do not possess those tools. The therapist part of me would allow people to do and say and move through the world and, and move through my life the way that they did, because I was like, I understand that they've been through trauma. I understand that they have a lot of stuff, right? So it almost began me giving out free permission slips for people to do whatever they want, because I can understand from a therapist lens what pain is. But I had to realize I am not anyone's corrective emotional experience. I'm not everyone's corrective emotional experience. One of the first right. words I learned in graduate school is when you decide to be a therapist, you are entering a relationship with someone where you are their corrective emotional experience. You're giving them the boundaries that they never got. You're giving them the limits. You're giving them a form of a relationship that has a beginning, a middle, and an end. Right. But I had to tell my, I had to tell my therapist, I was like, you know what? I had a couple of people when I try to set boundaries, they're like, you're treating me like a therapist. I said, you can't afford me. Ooh, hey. I said, no, 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 no. You can't afford me. If me setting boundaries is a problem, then I got a lot more work to do on myself because these should have been set years ago. Mm-hmm. But let's not get it twisted. You cannot afford me. <laughs> True. True. Love it. So I will not be anyone's corrective emotional experience i will not be your emotional or your verbal punching bag i'm constantly the person people let their anger out if you have anger with someone in your life don't bring that to my door i got nothing to do with james right right because i show up for people that support me what is your kryptonite my kryptonite my kryptonite that is my kryptonite it is you know it is always looking I, I feel like sometimes I look at the I look at the pain in someone and I allow that to be their story. And I allow them to treat me as such. Because I, I, I know what it's like to be hurt. Right. I know what it's like to go 18 years in trauma. Right. And so the part of me, it, it's a part of me that has a lot of work to do. And before people come into my life, there's a set, there's a set of criteria. It's like, have you been in therapy before? Right? Like talking about dating, like, have you been in therapy? Are you willing to go to therapy? Right? Like there's a list now and a limit of what I'm willing to do. But my kryptonite is looking at the pain that someone's been through and allowing that to be the reason that they walk through my life the way that they do. Yeah. Cause I think you're, you're the, and plus I think you're, you're, you're also, um, you're, you're, it's okay to empathize, but you're taking on the pain with them. Taking it, you don't. You, you don't have to take on their pain, James. That's their pain. That is their path. You make up your bed. You gotta lie down in it. And sometimes you're in a position where you cannot help people, and you have to accept that. No matter how much you, talk, you can't help them. You can't help them. Hey, I don't know what else to say to you. That's what I would do. I think that's that's where we're gonna stop at. I don't know what else to say to you. If the talking is is getting too much, no, we're gonna have to stop that. Listen, if, if, unless you're doing that, we have to stop that here because you have to be more 
informed and more on your flag of purpose. Yes. You are here to create the domino effect. Many will call, only a few will be chosen, okay? Many will be called, only a few will be chosen. And you have to put your flag on what is my purpose? My purpose is to get better so I can help other people get better and I can create the domino effect in people. But if I'm taking on your trauma and I've already left that trauma, I don't have to embody your trauma. Mm -mm. Sometimes you have to pray for barriers of your Ooh. spirit because now you're in. See, I might entertain, but I don't intertwine. That's why I tell people, I'll entertain you, but I'm not going to be intertwining with you because I know it takes a lot to be intertwined with certain people that will take you off rhythm and you find yourself in the rhythm. You can't say that when you left the boot camp, you didn't leave eight feet tall, James. What? So now we have to protect that. We know how we feel around all this positive. Nobody mm -hmm. taking People was pouring, you were pouring, people was pouring back into you. Hey, good job, good job. Now let's protect that. You would be your worst employee. Remember, be your best employee. You said, speak on this. What did you say at this booth? I need people to know you, your story. Like, I, go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell people that we need to be our own best employee. And meaning this, the story I never got to during, during, the, during the speak is one day I was on the treadmill and I was running on the treadmill. I had already did the whole workout and I said, I was going to run a mile. That was, that was everything I said I was going to do. And I was on a treadmill and I'm at 0.4. And I said, you know what? Let me go ahead and stop at half a mile. I'm going to stop at half a mile because I already did all that work. So I don't need to do that. But then I said, you know, Jay, you did say you was going to do a mile. You did say that. I said, I do half a mile. I already did that. And yo, I heard God tell me, he said, one day you won't be able to do this. Mm. And I said, huh? One day you will not be able to run like this. One day you won't be able to have this type of energy that you have right now. So if you say you're going to do something, then you do it. You do it. You be your own best employee. If I'm going to be on this side, if I'm going to read this book, if I'm going to do that, because I have to do it because I know what it perpetrates for me to do it. I know the effect that it will cause in, in me to do it. And a lot of times, especially parents, we tell our kids or we tell people or just people tell you to do things that they aren't willing to do themselves. What? Like, come on. You, you could talk it, but you can't walk it. You can't, you can talk it, but you can't walk it. That's intentions. That's not actions to me. I can tell you all the intentions. I want. My intention is to eat clean the whole year, but is that going to happen? No, that's definitely not going to happen. But I will discipline myself to a point to know when to give myself breaks, knowing where I need to be disciplined to do this, do that, what I need to study. I will do that. Because like I told you in the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the story, if you could pay somebody to work out for you or do your job or do your podcast, would you? And as soon as they start failing at that and not showing up to the gym and taking off and not eating the way they're supposed to be, you are going to fire them. You cannot fire you. You cannot fire you. So it's 
It's an oxymoron for you to allow people to come into your workplace of business and disrespect your store, James. Kick your door open, James. They didn't even ring the bell. It was this was this was store closing hours, and you allowed them. You picked Bulldoze. up the phone. They, you knew they was gonna call you with some bullshit, and yes. you picked up. You picked up the phone because you know that's the only time they ever call you. You picked up the phone. The store is closed at this time. It is your fault. It's your fault because you're letting everything go at the store, like you having a liquidation sale. Ain't no liquidation around here. If you wanted to go buy the NASDAQ stock or the Google stock, it's at it's $1,600. They ain't going to let you buy for $1,500, James. They will not. Nothing less. They will not. So we can't let people come in our store and take what we have for less. Because it's people that we can give that same energy to, and they're going to give us back it. And you have to take that responsibility of yourself for standing up for yourself and say, no, I will not take this. No, I can't take that. No, I can't. I'm going to have to be your friend from a distance. Yes. I got to be from your friend a distance. from a distance. From a distance. It don't mean I don't love you. It means I got things to do. I have things to do. I have things to do that is aligned with our purpose. And I am in this rhythm. And when you're in a rhythm, James, you have to be careful of distractions. Why do you yes. think they put blinders on horses? Like what? So they, so they only see the finish line. I can only see one way. I can only see one way. The people I need to encounter, God is going to bring in front of me. And I will encounter. But people that know you're working. Oh, dang. So you can't pick up the phone for me last night. The one night I decided not to pick up the phone because I was sewing into my peace. I was having a real good sleep and a pretty good dream. Like what? Like and and, and, not, and now you want to just run me down one side and up the. Now I'm a horrible friend. Oh, all the worst things in the book. And and that's where right. that's your information to go ahead and give them that stiff arm. Okay, I get you. I get Distance. you. I get you. I get Distance. you. And let me go ahead and give you a call back. I give you a call back. I'm I'm, I'm busy between some. We'll, we'll talk later. And you let them marinate in that. Ooh. You let them marinate. Sometimes people need to marinate in silence. You don't need to say everything to people. Sometimes your body language, you're not picking up the phone. Is enough. Is enough. It's they get enough. the picture. They get is the enough. picture. I am like you. So you coming back. So there has to be a, a part two to this conversation. Like there has to be a part two to this conversation because... I don't think people are ready, right? You know, um, or maybe that's just me trying to protect people um, constantly, right? There's that kryptonite piece again. But what does healing look like for you? What does it mean to you? What does it look like for you? What, is, what does healing look like for Jay Vigilante? Healing looks like me being willing to be me and glad to be me every day. I know that I think a certain way because I was created to think this way. I know I like this color. I want to shoot this movie. I want to do this because I was created to do it. And I have to be okay with people not liking it. It's not your life. I get it. I get it. It's not, you're not me. I get it. I get it. 
Why'd you cut your beard? No, I like my beard. I really like my luscious beard. I've been yes. on my beard. Come through beard? <laughs> like, yes, come yes. through. I'm, I'm not going to change up this masterpiece. You are a masterpiece, James. You are a masterpiece. Stop being afraid to show people your masterpiece. You were, it was only one of you created, James. And how dare you not show it to the world? How dare you hold back on what you want to say and how you want to do and how you want to be and who you want to inspire? It's okay, James. You're protecting the masterpiece. Not everybody get to come in the museum. But if you ain't being that walking billboard, you are the walking billboard for people that are looking at you. Mm -hmm. And you have to be happy with being you because that's when you'll really come into your true fruit. And that's when you will really come into your true peace. I have to accept the things around me that I cannot change. But the things that I can do, but the things that I can do, I am going to produce. I'm going to produce love. I'm going to produce encouragement. I'm going to produce motivation. I'm going to say, James, you better get your ass to work. You better stand up. You better smile with that pretty smile. You better show the world who you are. You can take on the world because you can. Yes. And do not hold back because if you die tomorrow, be the man that dies tomorrow that did everything that he loved doing and did it without hesitation. He only went to the people that he know that was going to give her great criticism and a solution to whatever problem it was. That when he stopped, they're going to say, hey, James, you need to keep on going. Mm-hmm. And that might be one. That might be one person, James. That might be one person. But the thing about it is, if you're not honoring that one person, you'll find yourself dishonored everywhere you go because you're not honoring that one or two or three that are pouring into you. They might pick up and call you more than you call them. You ever thought about it that way? Yeah. And the people that call nice. you, that come to pull from you, they only call you to pull from you. And when you call them, they don't pick up from you. Those were some hard conversations a couple of months ago. This is not even a couple of months ago where, you know, I I, I don't, I don't reach out often. I don't ask for help from friends often. And so when I do, it means something, right? It means something when I'm actually reaching out. And I will, and I had people, I was reaching out to a couple, it was a, it was a real um, dark moment. And I reached out and it was like silence. And I was like, okay, I have other skills. I have other tools, right? I'm a therapist, like, let's go social work, put your hat on, right? And I circled back and I was like, I just had to let you like just real upset, right? And I could have communicated it better, but it is what it is. But really upset of like, I will work 50, 60 hours a week. I will have clients. I'll have 80, 90 clients that I'm working with on any given year. And when that happens and when I'm still stressed, I still pick up the phone. And I had to settle in. I was like, how dare, like, I was like, because we might all, we, yes, we're all busy. We all have our own lives. We all have our own pain, right? But I'm like, I put this aside constantly to show up. And the one time I needed you, this is what I was met with, right? But I had to do a lot of that healthy level of accountability for what I allowed, right? This right. isn't just about other people being part of a problem. This is about, it takes two to tango. Absolutely, absolutely. It takes two. Absolutely. Right. So while I might tell people what they need to hear, I'm not exempt from telling myself. I tell my clients all the time. 
I say to my clients, when I'm speaking to you, there's a part of me that also needs to hear that same message. So do not think for a second when I tell you to use this communication skills script that I don't got about 50 of them in my back pocket. That I'm not handwriting them like, all right, who I need to talk to this week? Because I told, you know, you know, client A that I need that we need to do some communicate. So I was telling the client, you know what? When you write your script, I'm gonna go do my script too. We're gonna do this collaboratively. Right. I like because that. I'm a, I'm not about hypocrisy. And when I find myself in a session telling someone to do something I'm not willing to do, I then go to my therapy and I say, all right, we need to fix this. Because I will not be hypocritical and tell my clients that it's right, like because communicating isn't easy. And I want that to be crystal clear. It is not easy. And that do not let that be the thing that gets in the way of you saying what needs to be said or mm -hmm. doing what needs to be done. Because your body, the, the body keeps the scores an amazing book. Your body will always remember what your mind chooses to forget. Hey, I wanted to ask you a question. Uh, has people ever taken your passion for something as anger? I'm a black man in America. And I am told when I'm passionate about something or I'm speaking confidently about something, I'm yelling, I'm angry. And so then I'm like, well, damn, how am I supposed to ever talk if what I say is, a, is, a, is an offense to someone or is a threat or is a danger? And I said it to my supervisor last year. She asked me a lot to communicate things and I'd say, I can't. And she said, why? I said, because I'm a black man in America. So for me to go into a session with a client and say something, I got to be very careful, right? And, and, and she was a white lady and she was like, wow, like I, you're my first, you know, you're my first supervisee that's a black man. I have to go process that because I did not realize that when you speak, it can be seen as a threat. And I was like, it's very, very, very difficult navigating, communicating sometimes. I could see, I could see your, I could see, I could see your strong passion and I read it as passion. I read it as passion. One thing I would say, and I tell people, and it's something I had to do with myself. I had to learn how to manage my facial expressions when I talk with, with passion. You got to learn how to use that smile you got. Yeah. You have a you have a great smile that you don't use. So it's like when you're talking passionate, I could be talking passionate and be like, yo, man, we can go freaking do that right now. I don't pose a threat to you. No. I said, Man, we're gonna do that right now. Yeah. Like, what, what are we going to do? But I'm just passionate about going over there. But you might take it wrong. You know what I mean? So it might not be that you don't know all your mannerisms. You know what I mean? And people are taking your mannerisms for something that's I think he's really, really angry. But it's just your passion. I'm like, yeah. I'll, that's what I'm like. They're like, you're angry. And I'm like, what? Like, and that's what they're like, okay. I'm like angry. I'm like, and you and you and, 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 and you got sharp eyes. Let me tell you something. If you if they made you a negotiator, you would make people crack like an egg. <laughs> you would. I'm telling you because 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 you're you're you are like you are your eyes. It's like piercing. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So when you talk and you have this confidence about you, you have this confidence about you. But now when you talk, your passion might get be misrepresented for something else. And then you're looking. Mm. I just need you to do your job. But I said, 
listen, I just need you to do your job and just have an awesome day. You would take delivery is everything, James. It delivery is. is everything. Delivery is everything. Ooh. And at the same time, even though you know you're dealing with people around your work, I had to learn this too. There's a scripture that says, we are sheep amongst wolves, mm -hmm. but we must be as clever as a serpent, but as innocent as a dove. So it's telling you to be clever. It's telling you to mind your ways. It's telling you to mind your ways because you know you. But if you don't know why something is going off, then you could tilt it back. You know what I mean? You could tilt it back. But you have to be able to manage that. So it's almost like controlling your own power. It's going to be times where that passion has to come out just like that. And that boldly, you have to come out like a dragon. But you don't have to pull out the dragon every time. Just for somebody to get your point, because I think your intentions and how big your heart is, people will get the point. People will get the point. I tell, you know, the when when I was creating this outline of the episodes and I was like, you know, what is it? I'm going to name the title of our episode. And I'm like, when your body speaks, what are three tips that you want to leave people? I would definitely tell people to definitely be your, your own best employee, be your own best employee and take care of your own business. If you could take care of your business from your health to your purpose, things that you're trying to make sure that they come through and they manifest through to the time with your family, you'll take care of all the other business that you need to take care of. You can't be a workaholic and not have time to support the people you need to support around you or not taking time to create these memories so you can take up time from break. Everything takes a time and that balance is needed. Um, don't spread yourself so thin that you can't see your purpose. You can't do everything for everybody. You're only one person. You have to manage the people that are in your life. You have to manage your time. It's okay to say no. Um, I'm still working on saying no. I, 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 end uh, of the sentence. Yeah, in the sentence. And, and it's okay because me, us being transparent like this, it helps other people to be transparent and know that I got to work on things. Some people would choose, no, I'm not, it's not my problem. That's not my problem. So now, instead of me saying no, when I first started saying no, I say, well, let's see. Mm -hmm. So my dad used to say, when he's, when he's uh, want to come pick me up, I want him to come pick me up. He's like, we can see. What we can see was he wouldn't come pick me up. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. So instead of me telling you just right off back, no, I could say maybe. Now it doesn't destroy a relationship with you. I didn't tell you yes. I didn't tell you no. I said maybe. So I'm not overwhelmed. I don't know what schedule is going to come up. I know it's a hectic week. Maybe. if Well, you can't tell me now. If they can't understand that now, then don't worry about understanding it later. No. I can't tell you that now. I'm Ooh. sorry. Well, well, we'll see. It's okay. All right. Well, you have a good day too. And be okay with that. That's it. And last but not least, I would say stop fighting for people to be in your life. Stop fighting for people to be in your life. Stop fighting. Let them go. 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 Let them go. Let them go. One of my, one of my favorite scriptures, for they left from amongst us because they were not of us. For if they were for us, then they would have for surely stayed, but it had to be manifested that they were not of us. 
and you pulling the rope, you calling, you texting, hey, are you all right? And they ain't calling and checking on you. Every time you might look at they, they, they step or they Instagram, whatever like that, they party and have a good time, ain't worried about you. No. And you have to be able to let them go. They are not a part of the story. You could be taking that time and building on a whole nother story, building on you. And you're missing that point. You're missing that point. You have to let them go. It's okay. You will breathe. The, 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 old, the older and wiser you is saying, when is he going to leave them alone? Right. Like the older and wiser you is waiting for you to, to get your stuff together. For you to get your stuff together. It's waiting on you. And the more you prohibit, but well, I don't want to offend this person. Forget offending that person. I don't want to disrupt my destiny. You're worried about a person's feelings and you're putting feelings over destiny. You're putting attitude over purpose. You're, what? You're letting somebody too want to text you and talk your ear off about a bunch of nothing. That part. Over, over what you got to do, the bigger picture. You micromanaging people's feelings, attitudes, uh, them not getting the what? That is you not and you're not a, and, and you not shaking yourself and saying, I'm offending my purpose, I'm offending my destiny. I got this on hold, I put it on back burner. I know where I came from, and I'm doing the same thing to me. I know what people did to me, but I have become those same people. A part of me has become those same people. You got to snap out of it. You got to snap out of it. It's your time. It's your time. You got 24 hours in a day. So every man got the same amount of money, the most expensive money, 24 hours a day. I got the same amount of money that Bill Gates or Warren Buffett got. I got 24 hours in a day to make magic happen, to create, to produce. What am I going to pour in today? Who am I going to pour in today? Who's worth me pouring in today? Not everybody's worth you pouring no. in. Because they will never get it. And you're sitting there trying to prove to them something that they will never get. They ain't supposed to get it. They ain't supposed to get it. I'm pretty sure the first, I'm pretty sure the first guy who started picking up trash around people, places, people looked at him like a fool. But he decided to say, you know what? Y'all see how clean it look, right? I'll charge you for picking up your trash. And now he's a millionaire. Now he's a billionaire. But everybody look at you like a fool. Mm. But when it's your own story, it's your own vision, they don't have it, James. So it's, it's like, not everybody's going to get it. Not everybody get a ticket to the movie theater, baby. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you're the director. But you're director, you're acting in it. And sometimes you have to co-star it in yourself, by yourself. Whew. You're gonna have to be your own best co-star. And you have to do it. You have to do it because your purpose says to do it. You have to do it through your tears. You have to do it through your anger. You have to do it through your bitterness. You have to do it through your pride. You have to do it through your ego. All of it, all of it. You just gotta let it go. That breath that you took in, that's what you're fighting for. You, you kicked it off perfectly. You kicked it off perfectly. Now, how much more are you going to protect that at all costs? How much more are you going to manage this so you don't disrupt the people that come into your life, the people that are willing to change your life? 
this are you gonna just this like yes. just this like this space right this is that thing that needs to be protected these conversations are need they these need to be had and i cannot begin to express how much appreciation and gratitude I have for you showing up today and having this conversation because this is bigger than my wildest dreams when I like when this I cannot even tell you what I imagine this podcast to be because I did not want to rewrite I'm thinking of my poem again I did not want to rewrite this, what was already destined for me mm. and but this is far greater than I can even imagine and I cannot say anything except for thank you thank you thank you thank you Jay Jay where can listeners find you and follow you uh they can follow me on Instagram at Vigilating World that is V-I-G-A-L a-n-t-y world and that is for my instagram that's for my tiktok you can probably find me on facebook from that too um and yeah you can reach out to me anytime and talk to me you just okay i want to say thank you so much for listening to another episode of the somatic human design podcast when i record and release an episode i am making the active choice to be seen to be vulnerable. I am doing what lights me up each time. So each time you make the active choice to listen, you are choosing to join me to be seen as well. Make sure you're checking in with me each week on Wednesday. Subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Follow me on Instagram at Somatic Human Design so that we can connect. Send me a message. Share with me what you are doing that lights you up. I welcome it.